بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وموالا وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته All praise and thanks are due solely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Choices, peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Jazakumullahu khairan for joining us this evening Alhamdulillah, it is a, a real privilege for me to be here with you on this platform because tonight I'm actually going to have the honor of hosting a number of my teachers, some of my colleagues, friends, and even family members, Alhamdulillah. And we are here for a very special reason. Of course, uh, you would know by now, if you are watching this, that this panel discussion is about da'wah, specifically leaving a legacy of da'wah and one particular individual's legacy which he left behind some big shoes that uh, subhanallah i don't know if we're ever going to be able to f uh, fill those shoes but that's our late brother buta hanif abrams and subhanallah you know it, it's it's so i don't even know the, the words to express this it's sad that we lost such a valuable individual but we are happy in that we know, you know, that this is a choice that Allah Ta'ala had for him, a special uh, departure from this world, subhanAllah. And he, he had such a significant impact, despite the fact that up until now, his title remains uh, Buta Hanif, you know, and this is amazing. This is not, this is not something that's uh, derogatory. This is not something that takes away from who the person was. This is indicative of the fact that anyone, absolutely anyone can make a significant positive contribution to the world to islam to the deen of allah and to the world and certainly tonight you will learn as we will as well inshallah because none of us have the full story this is actually one of the reasons why we have this panel together so that we can get a better understanding of all the projects and all the effort that our late brother Buta hanif abrams rahimahullah had made uh so Alhamdulillah, we are joined with a number of teachers, as I said. First and foremost, I'd like to welcome my teacher, my personal teacher, my one of my first teachers, my teacher of the Qur'an, teacher of Nahaw and Sarf, Mulana Ali Gouda, Alhamdulillah, close to my heart. And uh, SubhanAllah is here with us this evening because he had a very special relationship with Buta Hanif. And he's going to tell us a bit of background about who is Buta Hanif Abrams, where does he come from, where did he grow up. And uh, Ahlan wa Sahlan bikum, Mulana Ali, Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh wa alaikishat. How are you, Mulana? Alhamdulillah, I'm very well. Shukran, how are you? Alhamdulillah, you look well, Mulana, alhamdulillah. It's a, it's a great privilege for us to have you with us, alhamdulillah, on this platform. And uh, as I said, you had a very special relationship with Buta Hanif. So we thought of, you know, who better to have the honor of actually telling us a bit about where he comes from, who is this individual that a group of scholars and a group of uh, individuals decided to come uh, posthumously to honor his legacy that he left behind. Faliyatafaddal mashkura malna. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi kareem. Amma ba'd. So uh, I have a few points jotted down here with regards to the biography of Buddha Hanif, uh, who he is and what he has been involved in. But let me, let me, let me uh, start off with a hadith. The translation thereof is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves someone. Then Allah calls Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam and Allah tells Jibreel that I love this person. And then Allah commands Jibreel to also love this person. And then Allah commands Jibreel 
to announce in the heavens that Allah loves this person and all those in the heaven should love this person. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places qabul acceptance in the hearts of those on this earth, subhanAllah. I truly believe that Buddha Hanif is one such person, Allahu Akbar. Because whomsoever I meet after the demise of Buddha Hanif, may Allah give me Jannatul Firdaus, then the sentiment of everyone I meet, those who knew him well and even those who just had an acquaintance with him, who met him once or twice, those even who heard of him from people who knew him, even they were affected, subhanAllah. And I can only put this down or explain this via this hadith, subhanAllah. So with Hanif, uh, Muhammad Hanif Abrams, more affectionately or fondly known as Buddha Hanif, as Mulan Shad had explained, was born on the 27th of the 9th, 1963, and he passed away on the 20th of the 1st, 2021, at the age of 57 years old. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Buddha Hanif grew up in the Salt River area, and his father passed away when Buddha Hanif was at the tender age of nine years old. Subhanallah. Now, and this is significant because I realize now that this actually primed Buddha Hanif for what Allah had planned and in store for him. Subhanallah. He grew up an orphan, knowing firsthand what it means to be an orphan. And now we can understand why he had so much care and concern for the orphans. In fact, uh, there's a special family in Kalidan, which is a carbon copy of the family of Buddha Hanif. Buddha Hanif's father passed away at the age of nine, leaving a wife and four children, four sons and one daughter. There is an, a widow in Kalidan with four, three sons and one daughter, subhanAllah. And if you should see Buddha Hanif, if you had seen Buddha Hanif's interaction with this family, subhanAllah, and now knowing his background, you would understand, subhanAllah. Allah mm -hmm. Akbar. So, the mother of Buddha Hanif is a single parent, raised a family of four children with the help of Buddha Hanif as his younger brother, Abu Wahid, would tell me that Buddha Hanif raised them with his mother, subhanAllah. Uh, then, you know, uh, fast forwarding a few years, Buddha Hanif became a professional toolmaker. So this was his trade. And I often heard from some people who knew him in this trade that he was good at his trade and I, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from Buddha Hanif. And then he changed career, career paths uh, to computer science, IT, networking, which I now believe also primed him to become our IT guy at Darunaim, alhamdulillah. Yeah. I met Buddha Hanif in the year 2002, and that is when I moved from Yusufia to the Daruna Masjid. I was employed as the Imam over there, and immediately Buddha Hanif stood out because of who he is, subhanAllah. He stood out in the sense that he was there from the get-go to offer his assistance. As I, uh, I wrote the piece, and I had mentioned there, even as I was packing up from my office at Yusufia, my belongings, taking it to my car. Outside, I found a man standing and offering his assistance. 
and that was Buddha Hanif. At that time, I, had a, I just saw his face in Weinberg. And then from the very moment I set foot in Darun Naim, Buddha Hanif was there by my side. Whatever I needed in any form, Buddha Hanif was there to assist me to achieve, subhanAllah, or to secure. Allahu Akbar. Then in the year 2006, Buddha Hanif was retrenched from his work. And in 2008, he, he attempted some business venture with an internet cafe. Uh, but then he gave all that up, subhanAllah, to come and sit in the first year class at Darun Naim. Hmm. And it was there where we grew even closer and I realized that there's no way I can let this man go. And he became part of the of the Dharma I, I staff. Actually, I, recall, I recall that time, Molina, when he was sitting up for your PowerPoint presentations and the, the TVs right. and he got the stands made. SubhanAllah. Ajeev, Ajeev. SubhanAllah. In fact, those very stands you speak of was his design. That's where his yes, toolmaking skills uh, came yes, to the fore. SubhanAllah. And uh, I, I can't imagine how we even got along without him. SubhanAllah. Because whatever the need was, all I needed to do was call Buddha Hanif. When I was teaching in class and there was a hiccup, there was a glitch, where's Buddha Hanif? And immediately he would be there within a few minutes. And I was confident that within a few minutes or a few seconds, the problem would be solved. And that's exactly how it was, subhanAllah. And in fact, um, many of the students can vouch for that. Those who experience that, they can vouch for that. I would call Buddha Hanif to do his magic in the class, subhanAllah. Uh, then the organizations, but the Hanif obviously was full-time employed, but I would not call him an employer of Darun Naim. He basically was Darun Naim. People, mm -hmm. actually, he was probably the most famous of the staff, even though we were the teachers, but the Hanif was, was, uh, better known by everyone out there as with regards to his affiliation to Darun Naim, subhanAllah. Uh, but that was not the only... Uh, organization that he had uh, made waves within. Uh, for example, Discover Islam. But the Hanif became a board member of Discover Islam. And how did that happen? Uh, before Mona Zakaria uh, took the reins of Discover Islam, uh, uh, Dr. Abdul Hakim Quick was the director of Discover Islam. And somehow, but the Hanif had initiated a mosque open day. The first mosque open day was initiated by who? By Buddha Hanif. Subhanallah. How that came about, I'm not too sure, but I know he was the one. And that is why the first mosque open day was where? Yes. Darun Naim. Darun Naim. Our good fortune. And that is through the Barak of Buddha Hanif, of course. Alhamdulillah. I, I clearly remember the, the Saturday prior to the open day, which was the knock and drop, you know, knock and drop, yes, yes where they yes. go around to all the uh, houses, particularly the non-Muslim houses, to invite them to the masjid. I remember that day because the Hanif was all fired up, subhanAllah. Mm. And I remember he was listening the help of this one and that one. And then Salatul Dhuhr, they would check into the masjid, make salah, and then run off again to do the knock and drop, subhanAllah. So, uh, yes, that was the first mosque open day. And I think it was there where Dr. Quick saw who Buddha Hanif was and immediately requested him to be part of Discover Islam, subhanAllah. Then I also came to learn that Buddha Hanif was on the... Could I, could I just ask that, that 
you know man dalla ala khairin you know falahu mithlu ajri fa'ilihi of the yeah. many things that we're going to be listing tonight the first mosque open day i didn't even realize that i was part mm. of so many mosque open days yes. that Buddha hanif served at still but i didn't mm. realize mm. that he was that he was he actually was the, the cause of the first Allah he was the initiator of the very first mosque open day subhanallah and like i said through his barakah it is our good fortune that we share in that and that our Naim was the first mosque for that subhanallah alhamdulillah alhamdulillah once again just indicating to the concern, the fikr of Buddha Hanif for da'wah, subhanallah. Mm. Then, with regards to the Khanadindal project, I think Buddha Hanif started, uh, he stumbled across Khanadindal on his on his da'wah trips. I think it was in Jamaat when he, uh, one Ramadan it must have been, when they stumbled across Khanadindal. But now just, obviously there's so much detail, one cannot mention all mm. the detail, but look at, the extent Buddha Anif went to, he went to the extent of becoming a member of the Hanadindal house of the Koi Koi. Did you know that? He's now a registered Koi. <laughs> Why did he do that? So he could get a strong foothold into Hanadindal and thus uh, sort of give him an establishment within the area to do Dawah, inshallah. But of course, we have to follow up on that. Mm. Then I also came to learn that he was a Muslim representative on the Khanadindal Transformation Board. So there was a transformation board and he became the Muslim representative, subhanAllah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure I'm leaving always. And then Buddha Hanif also is on the trustee committee of the Darunaim orphanage as well. Once again, uh, shining through is his uh, affection and his concern for the orphans, him himself, being orphaned at the age of nine, subhanAllah. I'm sure I'm leaving up, leaving out so many points, but uh, uh, this is basically what I have jotted down. I don't know if I, if I can mention at this point something, uh, or if we can leave it for a later discussion, with regards to something that, that I experienced in this past Saturday. Wherever I went, uh, I went to a few stores and uh, met a few people, and first thing is, whoever I met, the first thing they spoke to me about was Buddha Hanif, subhanAllah. And uh, their experience and their feeling and their emotions with regards to Buddha Hanif's passing away. Then I went to the Kismet hardware store and again, the same thing. And then Mr. Parker, the pharmacist in Ottery Road, he came to me in the Kismet hardware store. And he said, uh, I need to tell you this. He said he had arranged because Buddha Hanif was known. He was known for what? For being a Shahada machine. Right. So he had a, a, a Zimbabwean person working for him, male working for him, who showed interest in Islam and he knew the person to call was Buddha Hanif. And then Buddha Hanif actually performed the Shahada at the house of Mr. Parker. So there was a type of a ceremony. Okay, but doesn't end there. This Mr. Parker also had a lady working for him, a Zimbabwean lady also who in the background was witnessing what was happening. And that was that. Everything was over. This brother embraced Islam, alhamdulillah. Then fast forward until now, until this present day where Buddha Hanif passes away. Mr. Parker tells his 
his uh, domestic working for him, that very domestic who witnessed the Shahada. Do you remember years ago that man was here and he did the reversion of that Zimbabwean? She says, yes. He says that man, he tells her that man passed away. This lady got such a shock and she was so emotional that she told Mr. Parker, I want to embrace Islam. Allah. Subhanallah. Yes, Buddha Hanif is making shahadas from his yes, grave. Yes, salam. Yes, salam. Yes, salam. I did not expect uh, I did not expect that outcome of the story, Mona Ya Rob. <laughs> so I, I felt that, that, person that, be that story would not go untold. Ya Rob, Ya Rob, Ya Rob, subhanallah, subhanallah. Jazakallah khair for sharing that, uh, Mona. Um, at this stage, after getting such a beautiful introduction, the stage is set. And allow me to take this opportunity to do two things. Uh, the one is to highlight the fact that this is not ordinary. I mean, a group of scholars and a group of, of imams, a group of, uh, of Muslims, they don't usually come together and have a live panel discussion about the life of an individual. But Buddha Hanif mm -hmm. wasn't just an individual. He represented no. a legacy of da'wah. And this is why we are having this discussion. Another point that I'd like to make is uh, right now we've got about uh, 460 uh, viewers and I believe that there, there are a lot more who had a close affinity with Buddha Hanif. You know, perhaps it's one of the students who passed by the halls of Darun Naim and Buddha Hanif told you, roll up your pipes, you know, roll up your pants because it's hanging too low in the ground. Please do share and we'd like everybody to participate because at the end we will have dua uh, for mm. Al-Marhum Buddha Hanif. Uh, next, I'm going to ask for uh, a dear friend of Buddha Hanif. In fact, two of them. Uh, one spent a lot of time with Buddha Hanif at the Masjid and uh, the other spent a lot of time with Buddha Hanif everywhere else. <laughs> Everywhere, like Subhanallah, you sent, you know, Mona Yunus sent me photographs of himself and Buddha Hanif. Every photograph that he could send me of himself had Buddha Hanif in it, and they were in all sorts of places, Subhanallah. So, uh, Mona, uh, I'm going to call upon Mona Yunus Kiran and as well as Abdurrahman Bailey, uh, two close friends of Buddha Hanif. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakumullah khairan brothers for joining us. Uh, Maulana, you are also one of my teachers. Subhanallah, Jazakumullah khair. It's an honor for me to, to be on this panel with you. And uh, Abi, Abdurrahman Bailey, uh, I just know you all my life as Abi. Abi is actually married to my cousin, so we're more like family than, than anything else. Um, you guys had a very special relationship with Buddha Hanif. We now know the history. Just tell us a bit about the character that you came to know and love and what you witnessed from him in uh, you know just a few minutes each I'll start off with uh, with Abi and your relationship with him at the Masjid inshallah bismillah assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh you know Buddha Hanif was a silk of a man man um, you know I know Hanif actually Maulana Ali was mentioning Hanif now that he had uh, left his previous occupation to start an internet cafe also so I know Hanif from that time when he was part of this company called Blue Chip IT, man, you know. Right. And oftentimes you'd pop into our offices down in uh, Short Market Street, down in Cape Town. And uh, we'd be involved in various IT-related things, software development, that type of thing. And what stood out would be with Hanif, he would come in with uh, with his shirt and whatever, but he'd have his pants on. 
and the pipes would be rolled up, you know, and we always, you know, is power very important, you know, we mm-hmm. don't need to the floor and all this. And uh, oftentimes we would leave all our business for the day just to walk around Green Market Square, speaking to people about Islam. Any opportunity that you get meeting people uh, and conversing, talking to them about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just inviting them and, you know. So Hanif, I knew from that time and also from down in Waimak. And then we reconnected back at Darunaim after many years. We, we frequented the same masjid. Man. One thing about Hanif, a tirelessly, uh, you know, he, he worked with so much effort he put into everything. And I'll never forget, Maulana can attest, you know, when we do the Fajr Jamaat Salah, every day, Fajr Jamaat, everyone leaves Hanif, doesn't leave, man. He starts packing Table ready for Quran. Abi, you know how many Qurans are going to be over here now? People are going to recite Quran and they're going to be learning Quran, and we want to put this down, connecting the sound system, speakers, etc. You know? So I would I would oftentimes bake let me also just put a little bit, I also want a little bit of tawab over here and what have you. It, fast forward from the masjid, many, many what so far we spent going to Hanad and Dalman, you know. I will never forget one of the great uh, the great memories that I have of Hanadun now was, was one day when myself and uh, Maulana Abdul Razak, as well as Butakhanif, obviously, but this was during the month of Ramadan, we, we met some people who had been involved in the uh, illicit uh, sales of illicit substances. Man, right? In any case, these guys come, uh, come nearer to us and we all got in white thobes and what have you say, hey, listen here. Yeah. Who are you guys and what are you guys about? Now we're Muslims and so forth. Fast forward through that whole escapade. One of these guys comes forward and he wants to embrace Islam. And, you know, So people from all walks of life were interacted with Buddha Hanif and his, uh, you know, his efforts that he put in found themselves being drawn uh, closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are a lot more that I can say, but I'm stopping. No, Jazakallah khair. Jazakallah khair. Yeah. Much appreciated, Abi. Well, I had a special relationship with him as well. Maulana Yunus, subhanAllah, so many photographs of yourself and uh, <laughs> our beloved Laypita Hanif. Tell us, Mashallah. who was this man? Tell us about his personality. He was a very, you know, he was always jovial and smiling. So you had the best of that, subhanAllah. Bismillah. SubhanAllah, yeah. Um, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to everyone and to all the uh, viewers. Alhamdulillah, we, myself and Buta Hanif, as Bolana Ali and the rest of, uh, you know, all our, our friends and colleagues will attest to, we had a very, very unique, <laughs> a very unique relationship, Alhamdulillah. And, um, you know, we were always at each other's throats and we were, you know, fighting like cat and dog, you know, in the staff room and on all our journeys and about, you know, absolutely everything. And, um, you know, Buta Hanif was uh, uh, a true friend. Um, and that's why we could, we could have that relationship. And, um, you know, um, we could go at each other, you know, 100%, hold no punches. And um, we still, like you, you saw in all those pictures, I mean, we traveled to Zambia together, we traveled to Stanger together, we traveled to PE together, we traveled to George together. We were the first Jamaat that went to Ghanadendal, myself, Buta Hanif, and it was Buta Hanif's idea, um, and um, Buta Eike Parker, Mona Zahir's uncle. Um, <clears throat> I sent some of the pics also to, to some of the staff members and so on about that first trip that we made there. And, 
and then Buta Hanif just obviously maintained, you know, his his steadfastness was was unbelievable. He was mm. he was he was just a rock of a rock of steadfastness, because to go down there and drive um, 300 kilometers was what his what his kilometers would be on a Friday. 300 plus kilometers every Friday, you know, um, down to a town that nobody really knows about. It's off. You know, the N2, 35 kilometers in from the N2. Um, no one knows about that town. I never knew about that town. He didn't suggest that we go there. He said, hey, there's a town down here near Grayton called Hanal. Let's go down there. No one would have known about that town, you know. And subhanAllah, we met there. I mean, we, we met an alim there in the middle of this town. And uh, it was the month of Ramadan also. It was the, the Ramadan, I think, before Abid, we probably went down. So... When we, we arrived there and we, this guy told us, look, I graduated, I studied Quran, I'm a half, I, was a, I was a half, I lost so much Quran. And he said, I studied at Ma'had um, Umar in, in Somalia, I completed, you know, the course there. And we thought, yes, an alim, we can use this person. He had almost forgotten all his Arabic also. And he begged us for Quran, but the Hanif ran to the vehicle, you know, the Land Rover. And pulled out a, one of his daughter's small Qur'ans from, from, the, from the vehicle. Because this person said, I haven't had a mushaf for what, seven years. I haven't made Jumu'ah in so long. I haven't prayed. And I've been stuck in this two-by-three shop for, you know, for, for seven years. He could speak perfect Afrikaans, the Somali. You know, because people were coming in the shop while we were talking to him. And, this, and uh, you know, the way he responded to the people, he spoke like a local. So... Alhamdulillah, we heard later on that this person, you know, because of that visit, he had gone back to his country and and it was because of a worry and concern that somehow got transferred into him about himself because he realized, you know, that it's ajib when you see Muslims and Muslims that have a worry and concern, um, how it ignites and sparks up that iman. And that was what Buddha Hanif was, was you know. He was that, that person Allah speaks about, that Allah will put a noor in you and you walk with that noor amongst people. And wherever we went, whether it was, was the guy pushing your trolley on the airport, but Buddha Hanif was going to tell him about Islam. And mm. lo and behold, half the time, we would be hearing a shahada. Whether we were in French, Hook, will remember that also. And there was that guy standing at the restaurant. We were buying some coffee on the opposite side. Uh, he was standing this and <laughs> Buddha Hanif was busy with him. And, you know, it didn't leave any, any opportunity for Dawah to go by. But he was going to, you know, tell the person about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tell him about the arkans of Iman and make the person say, he will just say, just recite after me, you know. Um, so, yeah, we had a very special relationship, alhamdulillah. And, and like I say, um, it was a, a very true relationship. And, uh, you know, I miss, him, I miss him to bits. Um, you know, the, uh, these relationships are, you know, are, are, are rare to, to have a relationship with it. Like when I was sending these pictures, I was sending to Malad Razak also, who'll probably be joining us. And then um, I was telling Malana, you know, I probably have more pictures with me and Buddha Hanif than I have with me and my wife. Yes, you know, in, you know, that, that literally I've been on. So, this. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, literally, when I was looking through the pics, because I've been on so many journeys with mm. Buddha Hanif that mm. when I was looking through the pen, those were some other pics. Um, I was thinking, subhanAllah, I've really traveled and that's why I, I felt really lost when, when the news came through because 
you know, we 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 were always sitting in the staff room. A lot of time, you know, you have you have free time and you sit and Buddha Hanif's always there in the staff room. Mm. And obviously the intentions for so many other journeys were were still there in our in our plans, you know. But inshallah we will we will continue those journeys, inshallah ta'ala. Yeah, subhanAllah, it's, it's very difficult uh, to strike a balance in this program because on the one hand, you know, it's a joyous opportunity to be able to celebrate the life of an individual uh, and the legacy that he left behind because that is something to be uh, joyous about. But at the same time, uh, we realize that we've, we've, we've lost this person, you know, uh, this now, person is no longer with us. You know, us. Well, now, when, when I heard the news, I just went dead, seriously, like my heart just like it just stopped. And I was like a dead person. And uh, I think my heart started beating again. You know, that realization kicking in mm. when I was standing in front of the house of Buddha Hanif. And I was speaking to, I think it's Arshad, um, Sheikh Qaybdul, the son-in-law, who mm. used to do some work with my ankle set, you know, back in yeah. the day. And it was, and then, you know, then it all just hit me like a ton of bricks. And, like, you know, I, I, then I, I realized, you know, Buddha Hanif is, is, is gone now, you know, and... Well, I, I, it was the saddest day of my whole life. I just lost my father some weeks back also. I lost my Ustad, I mean, just also a couple of weeks ago. And then, but well, I, you know, I, I didn't realize what sadness was truly. I mean, even after these two great losses, we, but in Mutakhanif, you know, that day, yo, it was seriously. Like, like I told you, it felt, I felt, I felt like, like one of the Sahaba felt when the Prophet Sallallahu passed on. Yeah, Allah. I can just come in here, Mulay Rashad. Bismillah, This is the very point that um, that Mulay Yunus just made now. I've heard others make the same point, subhanAllah. And uh, at the risk of of maybe, uh, what shall we say, uh, getting flack from family members, uh, this I share the sentiment. And on two days ago, I met someone. He also said the same thing. He said, um, he's lost family members, but the way he feels about Buddha Hanif, and he doesn't even know Buddha Hanif that well. Today, today, I had two persons sitting in this very uh, lounge of mine, and the exact same words. He said, I lost my mother, I lost my father, I was sad. But I never cried as much as I cried for Buddha Hanif. Subhanallah. So, and this it continues to bring me back to this one point. This cannot be accepted. Kabul from Allah that Allah places in the hearts of people because Allah loves someone. Subhanallah. I mean, Malna saying that now, my one, a friend of mine also, because they knew what, uh, obviously the messages were sent around here in our, in, our, in our locality and our community. So all the brothers of the masjid and our team that rides together from the masjid on our bicycles. So one of the brothers I was dropping because I had to pick up, um, you know, we do some work for Maida. So that same afternoon after the janazah, I still had to go and deliver, you know, throughout Cape Town, I had to go deliver food, which Buddha Hanif was also obviously a big part of. And then I dropped out my one friend, the last Buddha Junaid. And Buddha Junaid was like, you could see, you know, I'm putting on a brave, brave face. But even there were tears in his eyes, he said, when, when he realized that Buddha, and he didn't even know, like Mullah saying, he didn't even know Buddha Hanif. He had by chance just ran into Buddha Hanif, passing by, also, just like you know, really uh, a pass, a passing, a passing by. Buddha Hanif maybe greeted him or something. Who came to the masjid one night and we were speaking, 
and then he probably greeted with a junaid or something of the sort. Hmm. But he said he was also crying, you know, when he, I don't know if he was feeling it for me, but he said he couldn't also hmm. understand why he was, hmm. why he had these, these feelings, you know. And I've experienced this, you know, the, some, some, someone, some people passed away who were big du'at, big da'in in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like this person, uh, Hafid Patel, rahimahullah ta'ala, from England. And when he, and when he passed, I mean, I, I met him once. I met him in the year 2000. We sat in his room. He gave me a turban and a miswak. It reminded me so of, you know, his presence. But we just met him and briefly spoke to us. And I never ever saw him again. It was the first time I also really met him. But when I heard he passed, I also just cried and cried and cried. I, I, and like Mullah Sayman, I feel this is a sign of acceptance, inshallah, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah puts that real love for, for, for you in the hearts of the people. You know, you get that acceptance. I mean, the hadith speaks about that. Allah puts that love there, and then you get accepted, you know, <laughs> by the majority of the people. At this point, I would like to point out that, uh, first and foremost, Jazakumullah Khairan, Mawlana Yunus and uh, Abi, um, and Shukran for joining us as well. And for all of those watching, this, these are comments being made about an individual, not an alim, not a hafiz. Not somebody who spent years and years and years studying Deen, but yet these are the contributions and the effects uh, that we that we are coming to learn about now. Some of which I'm hearing for the very first time. The lesson we can immediately take from this is that all of us need to aspire to make a contribution to the Deen of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. In yansurkum. If you help Allah's Deen, Allah will help you. And uh, I think, subhanAllah, that, that's like the ultimate lesson when it comes to Buddha Hanif. Mullah Ali could say anything, pick up books, let's set up a hall. I could say we're having a da'wah expo, we're doing this. We do. Never would you hear Buddha Hanif saying, I can't, unless he's already busy doing something else for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, subhanAllah, we can obviously uh, prolong this discussion. I'm going to bring on board uh, Abdurrahman and, and Mullah Yunus. Uh, can I... Uh, Say farewell, inshallah ta'ala. Yes, you can sideline us if you want, inshallah. I'd like to bring on board Malab Razak Uthman, uh, who is another a friend and yeah, close uh, partner of Buddha Hanif in Da'wah. Assalamu alaikum, Malab Rahman. Malab Razak Uthman. Kev al hal. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Uh, Maulana, can you hear me? Maulana, yes, we can hear you. Khairan for joining us. Uh, Maulana, you had a very special role to play in these uh, last few years with Buta Hanif. Uh, you were like his right-hand man again uh, when it came to Khanadendal and the project there, uh, going with him regularly as the khatib in the area, giving the Jumu'ah. Uh, tell us a bit about your experiences with regards to the da'wah and what you've witnessed as far as the efforts of Buddha Hanif is concerned. And I believe you have some very special news to share with us this evening as well, inshallah. Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Salatu salamu ala Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man tabi'um bihsani la yumideen. Amma ba'd fa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. When you contacted me and uh, you requested if I could come on board, Molana, 
I know there are many people who deserve this platform, but Alhamdulillah, as I've been given this chance, Molna, Molna sometimes I don't know where to start from, Molna, but um, uh, my first uh, encounter with Buddha Hanif was, uh, you know, Buddha Hanif used to love to attend the Ijtima, Alhamdulillah, I think it was 2004-2005, where Alhamdulillah, you know, my first impression when I met him, he doesn't know, he doesn't know me from nowhere, Molna. But the, mo the moment, the uh, moment he he met me, he embraced me, Molna, especially knowing that I'm not from here. You know, he touched my heart. Man. In fact, I, I, I this brings me, uh, this brings to mind Molna Abdurrahman, my ustad, Hafidahullah. Uh, he says when he while he was a student, how Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's man. He, he doesn't know him from nowhere, but how Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's Hafidahullah embraced him, and 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 you know and and you know, so he felt like oh, he felt very special. This is how I felt from my first encounter with Hanif, Rahimahullah. And then, of course, as Allah had decreed, Mawlana, I came to Darunaim, Subhanallah, one of the best decisions in my life, Subhanallah. May Allah reward all our teachers abundantly, inshallah. And then, of course, uh, as, as again, Alhamdulillah, Mawlana Ali gave me uh, a teaching platform, an opportunity in 2012. But then I was living in Mitch's Plain. So I had to relocate and, and come, I had to move to Weinberg, because my definitely much closer to uh, my workplace. Wallahi, and then Molna uh, Hanif told me, you know, mm -hmm. you know, getting a place in Weinberg is not that simple. Then Hanif, you know, after, you know he, show, he, he saw in my face man, some concern and he asked me, um, you know, but then I was not a Molana, you know, Abdurazak, mm -hmm. uh, what's troubling him? I say, Puta, mm -hmm. you know, I have to move to Weinberg. And uh, that was already end of the year, um, okay. you know, so I, I, I had to, you know, so Subhanallah Buddha Hanif had a place behind in his property and he told me, Molna, you, I mean, at that time, Abdul Razak, you know, you can, you can move in, Alhamdulillah. And um, Subhanallah, he never put any figure as a rent. Wallahi, as I'm sitting here, as I'm sitting here, Wallahi, he never put any figure. He told me, pay what you can. And you imagine, uh, you know, having a, 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 you know, a house in Weinberg, how much that can, you know, in terms of generate income. And mm. Molna, I'm going to tell you, this is very personal, Molna. Sometimes, Wallahi, despite the fact I was paying almost next to nothing, then he'll come in the morning and sometimes, you know, I used to travel in to Strand and he'll put money in my hands, Molna, you need books, Molna. You know, some, you know we, were, we also used to travel together and we had to contribute towards fuel. And sometimes, Molna, you know, we leave classes used to end like four o'clock. And then he, he, I will come home and then my wife will say, ah, Alhamdulillah, Aunt Kamala sent home food. Not once, not a couple of times in the week, you know, knowing that I was a student, these things, it's my heart. And him, alhamdulillah, staying from 2012 to 2017 in his property, Molna, you know, being the first man to see going to the masjid. And he will come. How many times with the Hanif, subhanAllah, after I dozed off, he come and knock my, by, by my door. And then he will still tell me, I'm going to wait for you, subhanAllah, while the guy is hiding outside. Subhanallah, these personal moments I will never forget. Nevertheless, what I wanted to mention, which is very important here, is that, and then, uh, as Allah had decreed, a strand contained uh, committee came to uh, Molna Ali and they requested if we could have uh, a branch in Strandfontein, and mm. the Molana, Alhamdulillah, of his husband, Molana told me I, I, I should take that project on. Then Molana, 2015, uh, we, we had to start uh, the Darunaim Strandfontein Sunday classes in Strand, um, on Sundays. I wasn't, I was not mobile by then. Wallahi, every Sunday, remember we had projectors and we had uh, equipments, the screen and, and many stuff uh, in, that I couldn't perhaps uh, travel with public transport with those equipments and stuff. Some were very uh, expensive. But Hanif opted to take me every Sunday morning. And, and you know, classes start half past eight. So we need to be there at eight o'clock. So the man had to leave, subhanAllah, the comfort of his home 
without subhanallah not even not even blinking an eye sacrificing subhanallah when when i read these ayats wa yu'thiruna ala anfusihim walaw kana bihim khasasah wallahi it it actually it gives me a, you know it portrays but hanif hanif's personality and sometimes even and kamila will come with and let alone dropping me one they, they will again come fetch subhanallah when it continued this until allah opened up alhamdulillah so these are things that wallahi and this mona i know time is running short but there's two things i want to mention here that subhanallah if 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 i can get these qualities in my life Allah makes mention of those who are successful. One, 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 one is one of that being the person who is subhanAllah protected from the stinginess and, 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 and being attached to his to his subhanAllah, his inner self, subhanAllah, Hanif sacrificed everything, including subhanAllah time for his family, including his wealth. Wallahi, how many times did that cannot break down? How many times, even when on our, on our journey to sometimes to Hanal, subhanAllah. And 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 uh, yeah, Allah. I, 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 and I also have a, a very, I had a very special relationship with uh, Hanif's mother. And uh, well, sometimes they used to look for Granny, and they are looking for all over. But she came, alhamdulillah, back to our place, and she was enjoying herself. She used to love my wife so much. <laughs> May Allah grant her for those as well. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> and then when I came, uh, uh, you know, uh, this project of why I was mentioning two things. One is that sacrificing completely, liberating you, yourself from that inner attachment to things. Right now, wallahi, everything Put Hanif gave up, wallahi, right now, when Allah says, he is very successful as we are speaking here, wallahi. Yeah. Why, is the, why, 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 why is that love that Allah, Allah, Allah Ali mentioned that when Allah loves someone, Allah, you know, instills that love in the, in, in, in the hearts of the creation of Allah. Because the most beloved person to Allah, is that person who is more beneficial to mankind. Wallahi, even non-Muslims, they can tell you, our neighbors in Danshin Road, ask them whenever there was a need in the middle of the night, they will count on Buddha Hanif. And then, of course, the, the another thing which I wanted to mention is that which definitely has brought uh, success to, uh, to Buddha Hanif. When Allah says, Allah says, subhanallah, be among us from those who are going to call towards khair. There's no better khair than calling to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I remember that trip that Mawlana Yunus is speaking about 2017 is within the in a month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, we weren't able to go because myself and Mawlana Ali, we had duties at the masjid. But again, I want to mention how the Hanif through his barakah, he brought that barakah to Darnaim. It was a Darnaim masjid, Jamaat, that went that side. And this, they were based in Caledon. And then, Alhamdulillah, there's a time when it's time for Gash. Mawlana Irshad, you will know that. Whereby you know you go to you know from door to door, but Hanif he wasn't contented in Caledon. He had to leave as you had now. They went to Greater and Khanal. Mawlana, just imagine going to Gash that far. That's Buddha Hanif. And Alhamdulillah, Mawlana, he went with Buddha K, Buddha Abdul Qadir, very close to 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 Buddha Hanif. Wallahi, when 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 you know the news, you know the family contacted me, you know, and 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 when I I saw Takada's call coming in. Yeah, I, I knew this is subhanAllah must be very devastating to him as well. Very beloved to Putakada. But nevertheless, Alhamdulillah, we were very fortunate, Alhamdulillah, that when Putahanib came back and he gave, Mawlana Ali gave him an opportunity, a platform to speak about Khanal and Greaton and all these places. And Alhamdulillah, since then, there was a Jamaat which came to Weinberg, Makkah Jamaat. I remember very well after that trip of Ramadan. And then we, this Putahanib, as you know, how he's very much, you know, he, you know, he's, 
he's you know he's, he's very lively man so he, as i was <laughs> translating to the arab jamaat this place so mona wallahi they said they want to go to this place maka jamaat and in this putawani we went to him and we we met dhur salat they persisted that we need to bring oh uh, the stakeholders in in in, in khanal so alhamdulillah I, we gathered them together and we made our first dhur salat wallahi the following uh, the jumuah our first jumuah was performed in uh, alhamdulillah very good brother uh, ridwan we call him putawani we performed jumuah in I have to jump yes. in here, Manana. Uh, yes. There's, there's yes. just a few Manana. things that's standing out that that I can't yes, pass Manana. by. This this yes, jovial Manana. nature of of the Hanif must be highlighted, yes, because you yes. know, for for the for the person getting their first introduction through this yes. program, they might think, okay, this is a serious guy. He's always on Jamaat, always making da'wah, yes. always speaking to people about Allah and Islam. It's like the yes. opposite of that. But the Hanif was like an adventure. Uh, yes. I don't know, like, like Malina Ali can can attest this. Malina Ali bought a Land Rover because of Buta Hanif. Malina Yunus bought a Land Rover because of Buta Hanif. You know, and he was just he made everything fun. Malina, can you just give us some of that? Just a dose well, of that, let, so that let, people can understand. Let me tell you. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Yes. In the year 2009 or 10, I'm not too sure. My wife can rectify me. Uh, my family, Butahani's family, we went on a trip. We both had Land Rovers, defend the Land Rovers. And uh, a two-week trip up to George. Uh, his brother lives there. Amanullah, Naizna, Utsuran. My entire family, up until this day, will tell you that is the best time they've ever spent. Subhanallah. Yes, and it is purely because of Butahanif and his, his uh, joyful nature is how alive he is and how like i mentioned in my right in my write-up he has this amazing ability to observe detail and then to retain it for years subhanallah yes, so wherever we went he would be able to give us so much detail and history and so forth so it was really an amazing trip as you said i always tell uh, my students Becoming pious doesn't mean you must become serious. In fact, yeah. the opposite. And it was exactly that. He Absolutely. was he was always fun to be with. And that is why whenever I went anywhere, I would always want him to be by my side because I knew it was not going to be boring with him around. Subhanallah. Yes, absolutely. I can still hear him saying, Acha. And just like, in my ears. Sorry, Malam Drazak, I just had to. Yes, Malam. I do testify to that, Subhanallah. That even while we were we were we, were, we took this jamaat the Makan jamaat, Mona, this, this I, I remember very much, these were comments they were making. They they said they have never seen somebody who is calling people towards Allah but in a beautiful manner. He says his oh, akhlaq. Mona, and this one I'm gonna tell you, Mona, when we came back to the jamaat, there were, were maybe six seven jamaats, but the three only three brothers went to us to Khanal. The other brothers, Mona, they said they need to go the following day, but Hanif told them, oh, it's too late. It's too late for you. And you know, Buddha Hanif was telling them, it's too late for you. Yeah. They, 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 alhamdulillah, you know, the, the, the thing is gone already. Anyway, Mona, I just want to end off. I know I know, time is also not on our side. Uh, this is now when we went, uh, now, alhamdulillah, last, uh, this last week we went to perform Juma in, in Khanal. But, but Mona, Mona Razak, yes. just to, we yes. have to put things into perspective before you give the big news, right? So yes. on this very same platform in last yes. Ramadan, uh, we, were, we were here together we were speaking about this Hanadendal project and we raised the first the first couple of 
100 rands towards that project. I can't recall exactly what the amount it was. Mala Ali uh, came on and, and you just went to, with Buta Hanif to, the, to this place. And we said, okay, there's a property. Uh, we want to make a move to purchase the property. And, you know, that was Ramadan last. We're about three, four months away from Ramadan now. And this is now the update, okay? We're back on this platform. Now we're going to get the update as to what exactly transpired. Did the efforts of Buta Hanif come into fruition? Mullah Abdul Razak, Bismillah. Alhamdulillah, uh, in terms of, uh, uh, if I get Mullah correctly, uh, when, when Mullah mentioned that uh, um, you, 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 you spoke, you, you spoke uh, in terms of, in terms of uh, uh, the, 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 the project of the Khanal Mullah, that Alhamdulillah, as I can tell you Mullah, as I'm sitting here, so Alhamdulillah, myself and Mullah Yunus and Mullah Zafir, we went to uh, the individual. Um, so, sorry. Okay. So, Mulana, we 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 went to Qutaridwan, uh, who, who had sold the property, Alhamdulillah, through the collections, which Mulana Ali played a, a vital role, Alhamdulillah. And uh, the, we, we, yeah, Alhamdulillah, as we are sitting here, Alhamdulillah, we we, we have, uh, Alhamdulillah, um, access to the place, inshallah, and maybe maybe it won't be uh, perhaps appropriate to mention on, on A, but inshallah, we are planning to have a Jum'ah soon. Uh, in the in, right. in the property that was purchased by the community, Alhamdulillah, we can tell you for sure that Alhamdulillah, Buddha Hanif's effort has not gone in vain, Alhamdulillah. And even beyond that, Mona Ali perhaps will elaborate more. In fact, we have, Alhamdulillah, Mona has other projects in mind as well. That has come to success, Alhamdulillah. The project is in the hands, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, it belongs to the, Alhamdulillah, the, the, Alhamdulillah they have, a, Alhamdulillah, is a property now, Alhamdulillah. And definitely, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, more projects will be, alhamdulillah, uh, uh, you know, kicking off, alhamdulillah, from that as well, alhamdulillah. Jazakumullah khairan, Malina. That's brilliant. May Allah accept, may Allah accept, may Allah accept, and may we all fill those yes, shoes. Just want to uh, want before, before we go any further, uh, yes, sorry, Malina, bismillah. Yeah, just one thing, Malina, uh, that I wanted perhaps to share. And of course, there's many things everyone is wants to share. But on our way now, Friday, alhamdulillah, I went myself and... Uh, Fahim and uh, Abdul Wahid and Amanullah, both brothers of Buta Hanif, we went to perform Jum'ah now this Friday. And Munadhatir was mentioning to us, um, um, you know, when, you know, that day, Mulna, when the news, you know, came out of the demise of Buta Hanif, Rahimahullah, it was very sad. In fact, I wasn't able to phone one, my family, because my daughter was very beloved. She, he used to call my daughter my poppy. So she, she was very beloved uh, to the Hanif. In fact, when she was born, you know, when we brought her, Alhamdulillah, she, she came home uh, on, on, the, on the landing. And the Hanif always used to remind, remind her, we, you know, this was the first car ever in your life that you, you, you drove in. And then, so, so it was very hard so for me to tell her, SubhanAllah, the, the, the sadness and the pain I saw in, in the eyes of my daughter. I'll never forget that. And then the other one was to break the news to 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 that lady Molina mentioned earlier on in Caledon. Uh, I could she she just went quiet. And she said, Allah, she said, I will meet Allah and I will tell Allah how much what Hanif has done for me. She yeah. told me that. And then and then there's a family from uh, uh, Alhamdulillah that through the, the the grace of Allah that embraced Alhamdulillah, uh, you know, she the lady stays in Grayton. And her two daughters and, and a boy, Alhamdulillah, young boy. But both of them, Alhamdulillah, we met their shahada by the mission of Allah. And then one actually took the name of Buddha Hanif's sister. You know, uh, she, 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 her name, she chose Shaida. 
and wallahi the husband phoned me shortly after that when you know this the news spread and he said this wallahi he said that she said his wife says before she enters jannah she's going to ask allah is put a hanif inside is put a hanif not inside she 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 won't feel comfortable to go in because he made her muslim and if allah decrees jannah it's going to be through alhamdulillah the efforts of put hanif and lastly mullah before i go online is when we were traveling to Khanal on Friday, and then Mullah Dafir told me, Hafidullah, he told me, you know, when the news, you know, you know, came out, and he was rushing back because Mullah lives in Spain with Hanif daughter. He was rushing back now to to Weinberg, so he, you know, he had to pass, you know, a food store to collect food for the family. Definitely, there was no time to make food on such a evening. In fact, we were planning to have the janaza, but plans changed afterwards when you know one of the brothers requested we delay the janaza a little bit. So he said he went to this food store and then uh, it was eight o'clock and alhamdulillah there was a muslim lady very well dressed and she let molana in molana in and then and then molana molana she asked him why so late he said you know uh yeah subhanallah i wasn't planning to come but uh, the, the news of my my father-in-law you know the, the demise of uh, my father-in-law you know rahimullah is brought me back uh, uh, you know so she asked him who is your father-in-law then she said put molana said put a hanif yeah allah the lady went silent and then Mona was wondering, like, so who is this lady? And then, Wallahi, she said, she opened up. She says, you know, I was a student at Darnaim. And even while I was a student, I was struggling so much. But the Hanif was always come to my place, drop stuff. It could help as much as, subhanAllah, yeah. possible. And then it didn't even end there. She didn't end there. She, this is what she said. She said, well, I'm standing here. But the Hanif got me this job. Yeah. 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 And then she said, my, my husband my husband has a condition. And as we are speaking here, in fact, my husband was just waiting for the Hanif to get better. He was supposed to assist him. You know, he has a condition. I don't want to say on A that needs to be remedied. So so he actually, anyway. So then when I went out, when when, yeah. when she was bringing the food to, to, to Mullah Dhatir, subhanAllah, the tears in her eyes, Mullah will not even hold back. So this is Puta Hanif. May Allah I'm sitting here thinking like, where do I even begin to create such an impact? Subhanallah, you know, the best of people are those who are beneficial to other people. I mean, what's the point if you can talk the talk, but you can't walk the walk. Here's a man who, you know, you, you ask him to talk. He's like, no, 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 not for me. But he'll walk that walk. He'll walk circles around you. And uh, subhanallah. I just, uh, before we go on, we have Mawlana Zakaria Falanda and as well as Mawlana Mu'ad Ali, both of whom shared uh, amazing relationships with Buddha Hanif in different capacities and in fact going to end off on uh, two uh, discussions with him. Jazakallah uh, khairan, Mawlana Abdul Razak for joining us. Uh, may Allah bless you, may Allah reward you and may you get the tawfiq to continue with the good work that you uh, that you joined Buddha Hanif in. Just before we, we hand over to Mawlana Zakaria and Mawlana Mu'ad, I'd like to share uh, this clip where Buta Hanif joined myself and the Discover Islam team. Uh, and as I play this clip, I'd like the, the viewers to know that the Discover Islam Center currently, I'm not, I'm not directly uh, involved there anymore, indirectly always, yes. But currently they're going through a bit of a financial crisis. And if the community doesn't step up soon, this place is going to close down. So 
bear in mind that this is one of Buddha Hanif's passions. This is one of his projects that he gave his life to. That, as you could uh, hear earlier on, he started the, the mosque open days. So please uh, just have a look at this and just look at Buddha Hanif in action, subhanAllah. And uh, I hope and pray that we can share the, the passion that he had. Um, so this is the majority of the brothers who just went out now. To go and invite the town of Langsburg, you can see all of them say assalamu alaikum. And um, we've got some amazing reports about what has taken place. Uh, just to inform the brothers, thus far we've got the children involved. We just got a um, testimony that one of the ladies embraced Islam three days ago and she brought a friend to embrace Islam today. He also wants to become like one of us. He would like to accept the space. But okay, since they're a bit inexperienced, they haven't got the experience of Dawah, but Alhamdulillah, this is like all part of that experience, so they're learning with it. So now they have to feel of that Shahada. So Alhamdulillah, so they told me, hey, there's this man, he's willing to accept. So I say, where's this man? Let's go to that house. Went to the house, I'm going to speak to the man. Alhamdulillah, the man made the Shahada. Then we found out that the man is a, is a, he was a pastor of the church. Alhamdulillah. He's going to come over later to the wall, so we will speak to him again, but he's, uh, he's too happy, he wants to bring his whole family with. So he wants to speak to also now to become Muslim as well, alhamdulillah. Uh, then we also went further up, then we met another land, a lady by the name of Yolanda. This lady is so excited about Islam, uh, she could tell us about what's happening at this masjid, but from her perspective as she passes by, and uh, she actually listens to a radio show, a radio show in a French. So there's apparently some uh, Muslim Islamic radio programs that take it away from it, I'm not familiar, but she says she listens to it all the time. So she's also so much taken into with this, uh, you know, with Islam and so forth. Now she's also wanting to make shahada. We told her sister to say Laila, but we didn't get into it, but we wanted to come make the right shahada here, sit in the program and listen to the Akanu Iman, understand that properly, and then accept and make shahada here, inshallah. So she's coming over. Then we met some more other people also, alhamdulillah, the people's house is so soft here, the people are so willing to accept, and the people really want some change here. And the change that the people want here is to break away from this life that they have. They have a certain lifestyle of drinking and all of these things that's happening, and they're actually asking us, can't we change it here in this town? They want us to change this town. They want us to do away with all of this. But all they need to do is make sure they become Muslim and just say, la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. And then everything will be changed, inshallah. So this is so now we're inviting them to come over to the to the wall. So one o'clock, uh, Malana Ishad will have the program, and then we will have the tour of the masjid. And inshallah, still with our du'as, inshallah, we got to continuously make this zikr. Uh, Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wa Allahu akbar, wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, So constantly when we're out in the spot, we always make this zikr. All the time, all the time, because acceptance is only from Allah. 
And Allah will soften the heart, and then Allah will make it easy for them to come over. Because maybe it's dependent on us. Now, for you youngsters also, always remember to come up in a state of wudu. Dawah is also a form of ibadah. When we do any form of ibadah, we always try to be in a state of wudu. So in the state of wudu, we go out with two rakaahs and so forth. We cry to Allah. Allah soften the heart. Allah open the heart. Allah grant hidayah. Allah is the one in who will change the heart. So inshallah, all we do, we just appeal and cry to Allah. And alhamdulillah, now so many of the brothers are all experiencing that the people's hearts are soft and soft and soft, and the people are just accepting us, Allah Akbar. It's a wonderful experience, we're really enjoying it out here, alhamdulillah. We encourage those who are actually listening to this, uh, to the, to this, uh, to this clip also, we encourage you to come out, but come out solely for the sake of Allah. This effort is the effort of Anbiya alayhi salam. Allah shows his special people to be just this kalima. And those people that they went, they went and called these people. Some call for 950 years, and then they cried and complained to Allah that these people didn't want to change. Some of these people wanted to kill them. Some of them also killed them. But here we have this effort and this sense, and we don't face any of those challenges. So Alhamdulillah, Allah make easy for us. So make that intention and come out and take this honor of Anbiya alayhi salam, the effort that Allah sent them with. يا رب اللهم اغفر له وارحمه وسكنه في الجنه امين جزاك الله خير مولانا زكريا فلندا ان مولانا مؤاد علي السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته هو جاست جيتين سام فيدباك اون وان اوف ذا مايكروفونز يا Is it me? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Jazakallah khair. Jazakumullah khairan for joining us. Uh, both of uh, my teachers, alhamdulillah. Now I have all three teachers and me, the, the student in the middle. Barakallah fikum. Malana, we're speaking about Buddha Hanif and the legacy of da'wah. Can Malana share uh, some advice to ourselves? We have uh, a large number of people, uh, half a thousand people here, you know, who whose hearts go out not only to Buddha Hanif as an individual, but for what he represented as da'wah, and he leaves behind him a legacy. Uh, what exactly is a legacy? This is a word that we hear often. People speak about this. Um, tell us a bit about legacy. Bismillah. Malana Zakaria. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa man wa ala. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my colleagues and to the listeners and and shukran to Maulana Irshad for put, uh, putting this thing together. I'm, I'm in awe here, listening to everyone. And I think it's, I would have served a better purpose just continue, continuing to listen rather than, than, than appear here. Because speaking about uh, the Hanif, you know, you realize that the man loved the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's like you said, while others uh, talk the deen and while, while others hope to, to reach um, some form of uh, accept, acceptance by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, here was an individual who, who did it. He just worked. And um, we met like that as well. I know you want me to talk about, his, uh, about legacy also and, and about what you leave behind. But what you leave behind is a lot to do with, with how you utilize your time. 
when you have the time. And this man was basically a machine. Maulana um, Ali, myself, and everyone else around him was too little for him. <laughs> he, need, he needed to work with all of us mm. on different things. Yeah. At one time, at one time, sometimes he needed to do that. And can you imagine? So, so we weren't able to keep up with him. It, it was it was actually very difficult to keep up with, with the Hanif. He was involved with Darun Naim to a great degree. He still had the time to be on the board, a board member uh, of, of Discover Islam Center. And he wasn't just an ordinary board member. He was a board member, but he was also a ground worker. So that means, like that clip that you played, so whatever was happening on the ground, he was there as well. Um, you know, the, the, he, they, were, they told me some stories when I, when I got involved with Discover Islam. They told me some stories about uh, him and Nasim. Nasim is also a good friend. I hope Nasim is watching, of, of, of Hanif. When they went to Johannesburg and there was a conference happening, it was a da'wah conference, and they went with Dr. Abdullah Hakim Quick to the conference. And um, when they got off the plane, on their way to the conference, they gave da'wah to the taxi driver and he embraced Islam. Right? This, when, they, when they got into the lobby, while they were trying to organize their rooms, the Hanif was busy giving da'wah to the, to the guy who organizes the rooms. Yeah, Allah. Subsequently, this man also embraced Islam. Yeah, Allah. The con they weren't at the conference yet. They are attending a <laughs> conference where people are going to talk about da'wah. Where people are going to be giving long lectures. And while the other people are preparing their lectures, th this man is doing. <laughs> yeah. it, came to, it, it came to one point where, where they told me, the two Nasim and Khanif, they told me the story. They told me it was becoming a bit boring in the conference. You know, because they were just uh, having to listen. And they were seeing all these people that works at the hotel that has been enlisted to do the catering. Carrying this and carrying that. So they thought, okay, we're rather going to leave the talks and we're going to start doing da'wah amongst these people. And then they started doing da'wah while everyone else was talking. They started doing da'wah amongst the workers and the people there. They were counting and they were having a very good uh, uh, reminiscing about, about just how many people embraced Islam on that trip. This man is a unique man. We are having this program tonight because... Because this was no ordinary individual that we're talking about here. Mm. He made you feel alive. You know, mm. if you had doubt as to, as to what you were doing, or if you thought you were sacrificing, all you needed to be was in his presence. Then you would be reminded, no, no, that we're still doing too little. We're not doing enough yet. It's not about our worries. It's about the worries of the people. He would, uh, he would let you see the, the, the beautiful side of things. You know, he's got, he, he's got literally, he's got da'wah stories to share with, uh, with everyone. Everyone that was on tonight has got da'wah stories. I got my personal da'wah stories with him as well. You know, the, 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 the outlying towns that we went to, you, just, you have yours. And we were in Atlantis one, one night, and we, we decided we were going to sleep there before, before the next day's da'wah activities. And the night we were sitting outside, 
and we were uh, there was a few of us, and we were just looking out over 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 um, uh, in Friedenberg. We, we slept in Friedenberg, and we were looking out. And then he and then he said, "Isn't this the life, man? This is the life. You out in the path of Allah. You preparing for Dawah." He was just so fired up. He made you see the beauty in everything that you are doing, Subhanallah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, we were out in Tausrafi. And needless to say that with the Hanif got shahadas in, in the town that we went to that is, that is close to, uh, that, that goes without saying. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed people to accept Islam on the hands of this man like, like, like no, no one else that I know. At, at, at Tawsirfi, we had a, a, a hall full of people. And the, while the people loved to hear about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they were shouting Amen when we were, were talking about the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, <laughs> no one had, had yet embraced Islam up until that point. And, um, and I was thinking, you know, the people, it seems like their hearts are open, but why is no one actually uh, connecting? Okay. And, and the talk was finished. And uh, lo and behold, everyone can guess who calls me, who's sitting, and who's busy with an individual <laughs> that was there. He calls me, Molana, Molana, come here, man, come here. <laughs> and he's busy with the only European uh, man, old man that that is that is uh, that that came to the program. He's busy sitting talking to him, and he said, Molana, this man, he's now ready to to embrace Islam. Oh, wow. He done the spade work. He done the back work. He done everything. This was Hanif. You know, he just call you when the job is ninety percent done. Then he gives you the benefit of finishing it off. This was the type of man he was. He wasn't about the glory, man. He wasn't about the accolades. He was about he was about work. You know, on a personal level. So we were in Atlantis, and we were staying there. Not Atlantis, Saldana. We were in Saldana, and we were staying in Saldana. And his family was with him. And what, what I want to say tonight also, what I admired when I saw him and his family in action, I thought to myself, this man has the ability to, uh, to bring his family together as a unit, not only in the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but also in the work of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wasn't only a da'i himself, he instilled da'wah and the, and the passion to, 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 to strive for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his family. His kids was with him. His wife was there. They were supporting him. They, they, they bought into the lifestyle that he, that he lived 100%. You know, I, I, I looked at that and I, and I thought to myself, you know, if Allah can grant me this ability to bring... Uh, uh, Alhamdulillah, my, my kids are not too bad. I don't want to uh, say that I've got bad kids, but, but uh, I don't want them to get a misunderstanding here. But what I'm saying is the way that he entrenched the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his, for his children and how they were on board with him, how they were in the streets with him, how they were serving and how they were, how they were part of the ladies' programs. They were in the trenches, subhanallah. And, and that is a testimony to him. He used to tell me, Molana, I, uh, my, my, my children, they love the stories of the Sahaba. So I tell them the stories of the Sahaba. We, we love to talk about the Sahaba. If there was one man, other people talk about the stories of the Sahaba like it is legends of the past. 
with the Hanif, he didn't talk about the Sahaba like they were legends of the past. He talked about the Sahaba like he wanted to be a Sahabi. He wanted to be like them. And not only did he want to be like them, he strove to be like them. He was striving. He was trying to, to live it. That's why I say, man, uh, it's very, very big shoes uh, to fill. We have lost a person of da'wah that I don't know how we are going to replace. But anyone who's listening tonight, people like this exist, man. In our time, sometimes we don't acknowledge it. But people like this exist. We, all of us, had the honor of interacting with this man, of being moved by him, of, of, of seeing his, his sacrifice, of seeing uh, the, the lengths he will go to. Wallahi, uh, you know, yeah. you can ask him anything. I mean, uh, Mawlana Ali knows that you can ask him anything. He will drop off any, everything. He never tells you, I'm too busy. Yeah. He makes a plan. He makes a plan. I, I, I ran into him in spa a few weeks before, before he passed away, and him and his wife. And I told him I didn't see you in a long time, and this and that and the other. You know, we had a chit-chat. But you, you can't have a chit-chat too long. We, we, you don't just chit-chat about things, you know, with Buta Hanif. No. With Buta Hanif, is, this is what is happening. This is what is happening here concerning da'wah. This is what is happening there concerning da'wah. Molana, are you ready? When are you coming with me again? We know we're going to move. Don't just, we can't just talk about these things in spa <laughs> when we meet in spa. These things need to be translated into action. So I told him, Hanif, okay, I commit. When you, uh, tell me when you're ready, then I'm, then I'm going to have to go. He wasn't afraid to enlist uh, the, the, a person. He would enlist you. Alim or not Alim, whatever you are, whoever you think you are on your, on your high horse. He and takes you off that high horse and he tells you, come, you need to be in the trenches. And come with me. I'm going to make it comfortable for you in the trenches because I will make khidma of you. This was, this was him. I will make you khidma. You will be out in the trenches and you won't even know, subhanallah. We can sit here for hours, you know. I listen to Mawlana Abdul Razak. I listen to Mawlana Ali. I listen to Mawlana Yunus. I listen to Abi. And, um, and uh, everyone has just beautiful things to say about him. He, he leaves behind Hufal. His children are... are, are or reciters of the Quran, or Ahlullah, or the people of Allah, wa khasatu. That is, that is the people, <clears throat> or the family he leaves behind. You know, he leaves behind, uh, he's, a, he, he's a legacy in himself, he's a legend in himself, but he leaves behind a legacy, a living legacy, in terms of his family. And, and that is also beautiful. And I want, to, I want to take this opportunity to pass on my most sincerest condolences to his to his family, his children, his wife, his extended family, his brothers, and so on and so forth. I know the loss that they may feel. We as a community, but, but know this. You can see tonight that an entire community is, is, is sharing in the loss. And, <clears throat> and you guys are not alone in this. Shukran, Mawlana Irshad. And nice to see you, Mawlana Ali. And I didn't have an opportunity to speak to Mawlana Ali since then. I didn't have the heart, I didn't have the heart to phone you, Mawlana Ali. I must, I must, I must admit, Mawlana Zakaria, if I may speak to you, I was actually missing you when I heard the news as well. Because I know the three of us, we also shared good moments. Yes, I, I, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to, to uh, have a conversation with you because of uh, the emotion that would be uh, overwhelming for us. 
But shukran, I, as, as lovely that, that Rishad is bringing us together. I, I made out that was the reason. <laughs> uh, now we have our, our uh, final speaker, um, also very much active in the Maida project. Just via Ditmanlam Mu'adh, on inshallah and introduce him. Malna, if you can just kindly check your microphone. Uh, every time I unmute it, there seems to be some sort of a feedback there. Um, for everyone watching, uh, this was such an amazing experience to hear, you know, what each and every Muslim has the potential of doing, not waiting for anyone to give them permission, not waiting for any title, not waiting for any certification, but making such an impact on the world, making such an impact on Islam and on the community. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire you through the life of Buddha Hanif and the legend that he leaves behind, the legacy that he leaves behind. Uh, just to keep you all informed, inshallah, I have recently uh, started a new venture. Uh, this is part of it, alhamdulillah. Uh, I used to be running everything in my personal capacity on this platform. We've now commenced with a new one called the Isnad Academy because it's not just about myself any longer. The Isnad Academy uh, represents classical Islamic learning in a contemporary setting. Our first official program uh, has been set today. This was the transition one. So this is now launched, alhamdulillah. Please do follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and our website will be up soon. We have uh, a Jumu'ah broadcast on Friday, and then a very exciting program. And I think all of us will be uh, will be eager to, to benefit from that one, inshallah. A panel discussion like this that will be co-hosted by uh, the Voice of the Cape as well. So it will be simultaneously broadcast in both platforms where we will speak about vaccinations and the panel consists of Mufti Taha Karan, Dr. Salim Parker, Dr. Zamir Bray and Dr. Sadiq Karim. What about vaccines do we need to know and where do we go to from here? Very important topic. I believe it's going to be a very pertinent issue going forward in 2021. So please do join us for that. To stay uh, abreast of this information, you just need to subscribe to the Isnad Academy channels. And of course, I will be posting on uh, this platform as well so that you can be informed of that. Uh, so that was just my interlude with regards to the information. Uh, my, my dear teacher, Mohana Mu'ad Ali, a long-time teacher of many, alhamdulillah, and played a significant role in the da'wah of Buddha Hanif and his project uh, in Khanal, uh, also part of this this organization called Al-Ma'ida. More about that directly from uh, Mohana Mu'ad. Malana, Jazakumullah khairan for joining us. Sorry to keep you waiting for so long. We, you know, we keep the best for last. Alhamdulillah. Falita faddal mashkura. Bismillah, Malana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. First and foremost, I would just like to thank uh, Mullah Irshad Siddiq and whoever is working in the background uh, for having this program tonight. It was an extremely uh, emotional uh, program for me. Uh... We have heard people speak of the goodness that was uh, Buddha Hanif. Uh, it's, 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 it's comedic moments as well. Uh, it filled my heart with so much joy. And uh, there were moments where, 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 where I just outright laughed. Then there were other moments where, where, where uh, deep sorrow uh, entered into me. I burst into tears. To think that we had lost uh, such a great man. Uh, yes, Alhamdulillah, Allah graced me uh, with the opportunity to have known him personally. 
and uh, to have known of the great work that he had done and to have served in a small way uh, a row year in there to have assisted him. And yeah, I just want to correct uh, that uh, I, I'm not an integral member of the Al-Maida project. Uh, the Al-Maida project uh, is run mostly by our, our, our Muslim sisters. Uh, and they are doing excellent work, mashallah. And uh, Buddha Hanif was one of the males in the background that uh, also did excellent work with the Al-Maida project. And uh, the Hanadan al-Ifat. He made effort just uh, before he passed away uh, to indicate to, 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 to the poor and the needy in Khanadendal that inshallah when he passes, then the Al-Ma'idah project will take over inshallah. Amen. So definitely uh, part and parcel of continuing the legacy that is Buddha Hanif is to whatever extra monies you have uh, to forward it towards the, the, the Al-Ma'idah project. And Al-Maida project these days is all over Cape Town, alhamdulillah, by the grace of Allah. Feeding the, 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 the hungry, uh, clothing, uh, the naked, uh, etc. But uh, definitely part and parcel of the Hanad and the effort as well. I just want to briefly say that the man that we had lost, uh, this man that we fondly call Buddha Hanif. We don't say Mawlana, we don't say Imam, we don't say Sheikh. We say Buddha Hanif. But what lies in the Buddha, Allah Akbar, what lies in the Buddha, some of us that are present here, we know what lies in the Buddha. We know that when we appear on the day of Qiyamah, if Allah can accept us as Allah has accepted him, Allah Akbar, what is, what is the use of a title Mawlana or a title Sheikh? And you haven't served the Ummah of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. The age of perfect people, it has ended. The age of perfect people has ended, except for the return of Nabi Isa. But the Prophet himself, he said, If anybody after me, that person would have been Umar, the son of Khattab. And I want everybody to know that for us in Cape Town, our Umar was Buddha Hanif. From many aspects, if there was ever a fault in Buddha Hanif, the fault was that he made hard dawah. He made Umar dawah. You understand? Maulana, we're just losing you there for the moment. Uh, I think it's a signal issue. If you just give Maulana a few moments to come back. Uh, one can definitely feel the emotion uh, with which Mulla Mu'ad is, is addressing. And in fact, throughout the program, Mulla Mu'ad is extremely emotional. And I mean, with the impact such as with the Hanifs, it's not difficult to see why, right? Uh, I, I sit here with, with this good envy in me. Uh, it's a good envy, I must clarify that. Thinking like, how on earth am I even going to make it anyway close to this legacy? You know, it, it's, it's something, it's astounding. It's really astounding. And I mean, if, if anything, everyone that has been part of this program this evening is a testimony to that. Subhanallah. Uh, while we're waiting for Mullah Mu'ad, allow me to again appeal to everyone watching. I mean, if 524 viewers can each contribute 100 rand towards the projects that were mentioned, the Ma'ida project, the Discover Islam Center, uh, it will make such a huge impact 
And this can be your start. You can say, oh Allah, through my contribution on this night, allow me to have a bit of the legacy that Buddha Hanif left behind by me contributing to something that he actually made an effort towards and something that he was actually very proud of and something that he worked hard for. So I do appeal to to everyone, and I'm not. This is not going to, uh, you know, assist myself in any way in this dunya sense. Uh, this is purely because we really want to see this work continuing, and you know, it's a huge shoes to fill. It's gonna con- it's gonna take all 529 of us to to even you know make a dent uh, in in with the Hanif's legacy. Just subhanallah, it, it's it's insane. But that's if that's what we need to do, then let's do it, inshallah. Uh, Brother Abdullah Sunday is asking, is there a monthly contribution available? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you may contribute monthly to the Discover Islam Center. And I'm sure if someone could kindly send the details of the Maida project in the comments, then I'll add that to the comments as well. Okay, there we go. Shukran on the burn. So you can contact uh, uh, for the Maida project, contact that phone number, inshallah ta'ala, and you'll find out more about the project. And I'll just uh, have the banner scrolling again at the bottom of the screen uh, with the Discovery Islam Center. So you have the contact details, you have the the uh, office address, you have the banking account details and so on. Maulana Ali, if there's anything that you'd like to add at this point um, while we're waiting for Maulana Mu'ad, I think he's struggling to get back in, uh, you know, with, just with regards to people's contribution towards da'wah and the legacy that they can contribute towards. And thereafter, if we hopefully get Mullah Mu'ad back, if not, we can uh, conclude with dua, inshallah. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Just as you mentioned, just speaking about the legacy of Buddha Hanif, personally, if there's one thing that is that is that I've learned from Buddha Hanif's life and death is that, number one, I'm doing way too little for Allah's deen. You know, often we, uh, we feel justified when we feel some bodily fatigue to uh, perhaps uh, say no to certain tasks and so forth. Uh, but uh, when it came to Buddha Hanif, I knew for a fact that at times, and after all, Buddha Hanif had a, had a heart condition. But subhanAllah, there were times I would know that Buddha Hanif would come home and he would be exhausted. But then there was this one parcel he didn't deliver it, perhaps in Mitchell's plane. And that exhaustion would not be an excuse for him, subhanAllah. Yeah. He would, he would subhanAllah, make sure, make sure this experience with him. And he, but, but to begin with, he, he had so much energy to begin with, subhanAllah. Uh, so this is the one thing that I, that I would like to, uh, to take as a lesson from the life and death of Buddha Hanif. But, uh, I make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give me that enthusiasm, inshallah, that uh, I'll be able to tire this body in his service, inshallah. Amen. May Allah give that from me and from all of us, inshallah. May Allah use that. May Allah may also, also use that all in the way Allah had used with the Hanif, inshallah. Amen. And our families as well. As as Muhammad had mentioned, we should get our entire families involved, inshallah. And I don't know how appropriate this is. Maybe one of the career or Molana yourself even can, can rectify me if, if this is an inappropriate thing to say. But when I got the news of Buddha Hanif, I the way I felt was that I was in such disbelief that uh, 
it was it, it brought to mind the house Sayyidina Umar felt when Abi Muhammad passed away subhanallah so I don't know if that is an is an inappropriate uh, feeling to have or think to say that that that's, uh, that's a feeling I got subhanallah and in fact it gave me uh, uh, better insight into exactly how the Sahaba must have felt yes yes I I uh, I, I don't think any mistake uh, in that in that type of analogy, Maulana. Um, also, to latch on to what you said, Maulana um, uh, Irshad, you know, there's a, we're asking people, uh, we, we, we're utilizing this opportunity uh, to ask people to, to, to contribute. And that's a good thing. And, um, and um, I want to encourage people to contribute. Contribute is very, very important. Give, give. But, uh, and this once again is the barakah of Buddha Hanif that is going to be resulting, if anything is going to be given, it's again, you know, he's working, he's doing his thing from, from the grave, subhanallah. Yeah, and, um, but I want to remind people also to do. Um, don't be afraid to do. Don't be afraid to give of yourself for the deen of Allah. It's Allah's deen. If, if this is the honor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to an ordinary human being who tires himself that that we are that half of Cape Town is in tears because of this man and probably and people from from further afield uh, mm -hmm. as well then subhanallah it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who gives honor to his to his special mm -hmm. slaves yeah. if you want to be of those special slaves and you want to take something from the legacy of a great man, then, then you, then you have to do, man. Ah, that, this is what I'm taking away, Monan Ali said. You said what you're taking away. I'm taking away this. You, you also said you're taking away. We're doing too little, and I'm, mm. I'm taking away the same thing, Monana. <laughs> we're doing too little. So, so I think it's only fair that if, if this is how we feel, that whoever else is listening out here, we need to remind you that perhaps you also doing too little. And if I get a bit flack for this, um, but, but maybe you also do, maybe this, maybe you can do much more. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't just be asking you to give a little bit of money. Maybe we should be asking you to avail yourself of da'wah. Maybe we should be asking you to go to the masjid where you, where you live and to go see what you can do. Can you go vacuum the masjid? Can you go clean the toilets? Don't go look for a high-profile job to become a chairman and this and that. Look for something where if you're going to do the work, there's going to be immediate impact and people are going to or serve as the chairman. But don't be afraid to clean the toilets. You know no. what I'm saying? Because this is, this is what he did. He was a man who sat on the board of, of various organizations. But when you meet him in, in that organization, then you would think, He's one of the caretakers or is one of the delivery people or is one of the people just doing menial labor. So he was able to take decisions at an executive level, but he was able to execute at the grassroots level. And it didn't bother him. It didn't make him feel any, any less of a human being. Subhanallah. He had love for the, for, 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 and he supported people who tried to, to, who love the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, I, I would I would I would perhaps describe us here not as ulama but as scholars of Islam. We are scholars, we are all learning. But the Hanif, he he did what he could 
to be in the assistance of, of people like ourselves. Because it is trying out there. And he was like a person. He, he recognized that and he realized that. You know, there is so much uh, uh, that we can take away. Jamaatul Muslimin, you are listening. Uh, if, if, if I can say one thing on, on behalf of Buddha Hanif, it, 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 would be, it would be like, you must get involved. You know, come mm. with us. Don't yes. be afraid. Do you, do you know what I mean? Give the da'wah. You know, you heard that clip. Um, uh, and uh, so that is his legacy. Jazakumullah uh, khair. Barakallah Can I ask that you, you begin the dua, inshallah, and we'll ask Ali to continue from there, inshallah. Uh, myself? Yes, bismillah. yes, bismillah. If you say Maulana on this program, I don't know. There's, every, there's a lot of Maulana. <laughs> no, no, no. Maulana, there was only one possibility now. <laughs> if you just think about it. Barakallah. <laughs> I, I think Maulana Ali is better suited for the dua and the last words, inshallah. Faddal. Malna, the honor is yours, Malna. The tribe has spoken. Malna, Ali, Malna, just a, a reminder again to all of the, the viewers to tune in on. Uh, oh, yes. My Nia, I told Malna Ali go to this. I didn't actually want to mention it publicly, but uh, since Malna mentioned it now, we must all do more. I also feel like I need to do more. So yeah, I, I have this Da'wah course thing that, that we did at the Discovery Islam Center. My Nia is to now do it online not charge anything for it and uh, intend it as a sadaqa jariya for Buddha Hanif and that's what I want to do just my little bit of effort you know inshallah, inshallah and, let, and, let it, and let it culminate in a, in, a, in a real project where you're going to go out inshallah I mean yes and everybody with us here on the uh, that's watching they need to go out with us yeah so if, the, if you're going to do the program then you, you learn and then you take them all out you take them no. to Fanadendal or to a town and then we all come together and we will and we will share in that inshallah bismillah manan ali tafaddal alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wassalatu wassalamu ala ashrafil mursalin sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa barik wa sallim allahumma laka alhamdu kullu wa laka ash-shukru kullu allahumma bika asbahna وبك أمسينا وبك نحيا وبك نموت يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر لأخي بوت حنيف محمد حنيف إبراهيم اللهم اغفر له ورحمه وعافه واعف عنه وأكرم نزله ووسع مدخله واغسله بالماء والثلج والبرد ونقه من الذنوب والخطايا كما ينقى الثوب الأبيض من الدنس اللهم إن كان محسنا فزد في إحساني وإن كان مسيئا فتجاوز عن سيئاتي اللهم أنت غني عن عذابي وهو كثير إلى رحمتك فارحمه يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم افتح أبواب السماء لروحي اللهم اجعل قبره روضة من رياد الجنان ولا تجعل قبره حفرة من حفر النيران يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم بارك له في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم بارك له في الموت وفيما بعد الموت يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اجعله من الذين سيقال لهم يوم القيامة يا أيتها النفس المطمئنة 
irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mardiyya fadkhuli fi ibadi wa dkhuli jannati Allahumma aghfir li ahli al-qubur min al-mu'minina wal-mu'minat wal-muslimina wal-muslimat irfa' lahum ad-darajat wa kaffir 'anhum as-sayyi'at ya arhamar rahimin Allahumma shfi mardana wa marda al-muslimin Allahumma shfi mardana wa marda al-muslimin ya arhamar rahimin Allahumma istakhdimna li khidmati dinik Amin اللهم اجعل اعمالنا خالصه لوجهك ولا تجعل فيها حظا لغيرك يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر وارحم اخانا بتحنيف ببركه سوره الفاتحه الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين امين قال الله تعالى في شان حبيبه مخبرا وامرا ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم سبحان ربنا رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين قبر الله May Allah accept all the du'as and jazakallah to all the viewers for, for tuning in. Uh, we hope and pray that this was of benefit to you, not only as a tribute, but also as an inspiration for all of us, as Mala Zakaria said, to contribute uh, with ourselves and our wealth and give our time for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do tune in to the channels that I mentioned, Isnad Academy, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for the Jumu'ah broadcast on Friday as well as for the panel discussion with the doctors and Mufti Taha Karan about the vaccines yeah. on Friday night. It will also be simultaneously broadcast on The Voice of the Cape, inshallah. Uh, do support all of the causes that we mentioned and let us all make the niya tonight that we will leave as big of a legacy that we can possibly leave behind and perhaps, but chance, Allah will accept it to be as impactful as the legacy of the late to Hanif Abrams. May Allah place sober and contentment in the hearts of his family and the bereaved and grant him a high place in Jannah. Alhamdulillahi To all my guests and to all the viewers, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.